The following is a presentation of the Retro Network. Ladies and gentlemen, the Retro Network proudly presents to you, in association with the House Show Crew, a little morsel for your Monday. Answering all the questions that you send our way. So no more lollygagging, let's take on the day. Welcome to the running. Welcome to the running. Welcome everyone to your Monday morning coffee. It is The Run-In, presented by The House Show, which is presented by The Retro Network, which is presented by HalloweenCostumes.com and Fun.com. It is the inception of Monday Morning Wrestling Podcasts. It is I, as always, Mr. Maddie Treats, and I am joined by my trios tag team partners. To my right is the educator of excellence. Educator, how are you doing today? Hello, my good sir. Hello, everybody out listening to us this morning. Happy Monday morning. Going to be out and about in the big old driver red car today, teaching America's youth how to parallel park. Looking forward to today's show and the culmination of wrapping up our In Your House series, talking about our personal faves and not so faves of the events. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we we made it. We're in that weird transition period where we're, we're putting the a bow on the In Your House series and we have halloween havoc in a few days of course october 1st is thursday so very excited there and to my left is none other than the naked midian of the group it is kevin hallians kevin how are you doing there you're looking good oh i i know i'm feeling great i'm feeling even better than last week weighing in at a slim trim fit chiseled cut and jack 200 and pounds doing great great you weigh as much as brock lesnar congratulations probably probably better teeth though he's eating too much raw meat his teeth look like he's eating rocks well he was not ready for the grind so <laughs> we will say um so why don't we get right into it guys uh, of course over the course of the in your house series, you know, we had many debates, many talks, and you know, we came up with the show top lists. Of course, we did the top five matches, and we did the top five pay per views. Uh, just to kind of run them down, let's just get right into the top five matches. Of course, number one on our collective list is the Hell in the Cell match. Number two is HBK versus Diesel. Good friends, better enemies. Number three is Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Dude Love at Over the Edge. Number four was Bret Hart versus the British Bulldog at Seasons Beatings. And number five was the Canadian Stampede Top 10. And of course, looking at our top five pay-per-views, number one, as no shock to anyone, was Canadian Stampede. Number two was International Incident. Number three was Triple Header. Number four was Bad Blood, and number five was Over the Edge. But, you know, as we were d- going through and discussing that, I think we each have our own personal lists, and that's what really we want to discuss here. So we actually have some categories, and I figured we would share our lists and, and talk about them and, 
kind of, you know, kind of uh, go over everything and just kind of see where where our personal favorites lie and, and what difference we have and what we think is some travesties of what was too high on the list and what was too low on, on our collective lists. So, so why don't we um, go in and I think let's just start with the top five matches. I think that's a, a good place to start uh, because the in your house series had some great matches. I mean, looking through the ones that we have listed, they're awesome and they stand on their own and they're incredible. I'm just curious if your guys lists um, differentiate from these top five. And I will start with the educator. Cause I think there's a match that missed our collective list that uh, one surprised me your love for it. But um, why don't you, why don't you go ahead and do your top five list? And let me just guess uh, camp Cornette's got to be on it, right? it. It will be. And you may be shocked where I have it. Um, I, I do have some movement uh, for a few, uh, some shifting around, so to speak. And, One's eliminated so that that Camp Cornette match would actually make the list. So uh, rounding out the bottom, number five, I would put the Brett versus British Bulldog from Seasons Beatings at my number five. Number four would be Shawn Michaels versus Diesel at Good Friends, Better Enemies. Number three would be for my push, the Camp Cornette versus the People's Posse from International Incident. Number two, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Dude Love with Vince McMahon as the referee. And my top number one would be the Hell in the Cell Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels Bad Blood for the number one contendership for the WWF Championship for Survivor Series. See, my, my question to you, educator, as you, you write off your list is, how did you decide what was going on there? Did you look at just wrestling match? Did you look for entertainment value? Because um, the one that, we, you know, as we discussed it, the Stone Cold versus Dude Love match, to me, it's hard to separate that from everything that was around it. The intros, the, um, you know, the, the ring announcing, the guest referee, the whole story that it told. You have to kind of take that as one whole thing. Same thing with the uh, Hell in the Cell match. The overall presentation from the start of the segment, so to speak, uh, until the culmination and moving on to new things. Uh, a big thing for me was the, the crowd investment, the live crowd investment with the show. So obviously the one that I removed from the list and you're probably going to keep it on yours would have been the 10 minute tag from the Canadian stampede. Uh, I, I'm not saying that that is, you know, a bad match at all. I just think because of the 10 man and just how overbooked it was. And then unfortunately the, the Mark, the Canadian Mark and his involvement and then so on. Um, to me, that kind of took away from, from the match itself. So that's why it ended up kind of falling off for me. I, I just, for that camp Cornette versus the people's posse match, I just, the crowd just at, in the, in the palm of their hands and just was loving every spot, every bump, which just a fantastic, fantastic match. So you basically took Canadian stampede off for Bruce Hart. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that that's <laughs> the much. reason why. All right. Uh, Kevin Hellions, Kevin, what are your top five matches and how much do you differentiate? Cause really towards the end of the series, that is when you had the most disagreement was in a lot of those attitude era matches. I went with, what do I want to watch again right now? 
And what matches do I see myself over next year, two years, whatever, going, geez, I really want to watch that one match again. And it's kind of like, again, to show my age, but I want to put the CD in, listen to like one, maybe two songs, and then take the CD out and listen to something else. I don't need to do the whole album. I don't need to do the full card. But what do I really want to sit down and watch all of it? You know, all of this match again. So uh, Educator went five to one. I'm going to go one to five because number five is my big difference. So number one, I'd put Hell in the Cell. I, I I think I could watch that like once a week for the rest of my life. I just really love that. Uh, number two, I think I'd put Stone Cold Dude Love at Over the Edge. That was such a big surprise of a match and I enjoyed the heck out of it. Um, number three, I'm putting the 10 man tag the Canadian stampede one uh, Bruce. Nonetheless, I just, I, I think that match says so much about wrestling and how, and what it could be and the differences in different, you know, depending on where the location is and fan involvement. And I just like uh, everything about it. Um, I'd put Sean versus diesel at fourth. And then the one I'm going to add, and we had it low when we reviewed it. But then uh, Joe over at Odds contacted me, and he's like, geez, I can't believe it was that low. And I got thinking more and more. I'm like, let me rewatch it. Was I was I tired watching it? Was I angry? And I think the reason was this match is not what I expected it to be, what I remembered it to be. But now that I know that, let me watch it knowing what it is. It's kind of like when people crapped all over the 99 Phantom Menace Star Wars. And now people don't hate it anymore because, okay, I know what it is. I don't have to worry about what I think it was supposed to be. And at number five, Can I, I have Sean Mike. Sure. Yeah, I was going to say, is it Michael's Foley? It, uh, at Mind Games, yep. Yeah, Mind Games, yeah. Because, no, it wasn't what I remembered it being. But knowing what it is and rewatching, I'm like, this is good. This is really good. And I had to look at it in my 2020 eyes, not in my nostalgia eyes. I think it's funny as we go through this. If you were to tell me that, okay, so like Canadian Stampede match, I think Canadian Stampede, when you're talking about the In Your House series, is the most In Your House series match. It's the one everyone remembers from the series of pay-per-views is that match. Yeah. And I think that's because Hell in the Cell, even though it was in your house, bad blood. It's its own thing. Now it's a hell in the cell match. I was saying this educator that the hell in the cell match overshadows everything. Cause it, it really is its own brand at this point. It's not even like an, in your house match. It's it's in your, the hell in the cell is an, in your house. Basically right. they have hell in the cell pay-per-views. You know, you could do a best of hell in the cell matches. Right. And have its own thing. So it's almost unfair. Like, I wish you could separate that from the In Your House series. But, you know, it's not it's doing a disservice to what we have been doing. Um, So I uh, I uh, for my personal, you know, top five list, I, I was debating this because I love that Hell in the Cell match so much. But I love HBK versus Diesel at Good Friends, Better Enemies. I mean, I was blown away. Couldn't remember that. I think everyone, when you listen to the show, uh, you you probably remember that. So, you know, Hell in the Cell is my 1A, and then 1B would be HBK 
Diesel because I think I could watch that one over and over again just because of the brutality of that match. Uh, I agree with you guys. Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Dude Love It Over the Edge has to be in my top three. Uh, so I put that at number three. Now, this is where I I uh, I uh, go a little different. Number four, I put the Inferno match. Really? Wow. Right. Because I was so shocked at how much I enjoyed watching that. The amount of trust between the performers. You know, um, how unique it was. How cool visual it was. And I remember, like I said, as a kid watching it and thinking, oh, these ropes are going to be on fire. You know, this is going to be on fire and then being so disappointed, but then actually going through as an adult and watching it and just being so impressed by, oh, my God, look at what these guys did to each other. Like, yeah. So and then just going through and rewatching it and seeing and we always bring up the fact that Kane has a weird, you know, sleeve on and it's so obvious. And it is. I mean, I'm not going to lie and say it's not, but I wouldn't want to do that. Like, no way. Screw that. Like, I just, I loved that match and I was surprised. And then my number five is Brett versus Bulldog at Seasons Beatings, a match that lived up to the hype that I had. Plus, it featured Diana Hart Smith. And you can't go wrong well, when you got uh, DHS on there. DHS. So, Mike, so the Canadian Stampede doesn't even make my top five list. It's crazy as it yeah, Same thing with me. I ended up, it, it falls off the end on mine as well. But I think even with the differences, we got a hell of a best of DVD collection here. Absolutely. Like no, no one's going to knock any pick on this. And and honestly, if a year from now we're like, oh, hey, what do you think your best, you know, your favorite ones are with some distance there? We might pick a little differently, too. Yeah. I just think if we, if you were just to go up to a, a wrestling fan that hasn't rewatched all the In Your House pay-per-views and you ask them what the best In Your House matches, they will say Canadian Stampede nine times out of ten. Probably, yeah. Just because that's the one that that's the most infamous in your house match, but like I said, I, I think the Hell in the Cell is its own brand now, and, and that's almost not even included in this whole series. Like I didn't even realize it was going to be part of this when we started. All right, so you can't talk about the best matches without talking about the worst ones. Now I know the educator, you've done your due diligence, and you have your top five worst matches i guess it would be your bottom five bottom matches five, really um so are these matches are these segments what I are they as matches uh they're all matches i know there's some uh, uh, ugly segments as well but i i decided to go with just you know top five matches so we're gonna go with the bottom five matches as well okay so i have not seen your list okay kevin hellions has not seen your list correct i'm gonna ask this question to kevin hellions how many Mark Henry matches will be on this list? One. Uh, I'm going to say two. I'm going to say there's two Mark Henry matches. We will find out, though. Educator, take it away. At number five at the bottom is the triple threat Farouk versus Crush versus Stop. Oh, it's so bad. I forgot about that match. Yeah. Rough. <laughs> it's so bad. Rough, rough, rough. Oh, so long. At number four. The Godwins versus the Quebecers. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already wondering if I should edit my list. Yeah. <laughs> Number three. I guess technically this we could call this a segment. The Ultimate Warrior Gold Dust supposed intercontinental title match at Good Friends. Oh, that was a match. I forgot. Yeah. I thought that was just a segment. I forgot it was supposed to be a match. It was supposed to be the intercontinental championship. 
How is that not number one? <laughs> oh, oh, wait. Number two, the Mabel versus Yokozuna, big man versus big man. Oof. So I number one's got to be Vader versus Henry. No. It what? How did that not make the top, top, top five bottom five first matches? Undertaker versus Executioner. Oh, oh no, Mark it. Henry matches. No, Mark Henry. That's shocking to me. Yeah. Unfortunately, Terry Gordy. They were trying to do him a favor. He wasn't doing himself any favors trying to work that gimmick. So let me ask you this: If when we first started, did you think the Undertaker would have the best match and the worst match on your list? Absolutely crazy. Oh man! Oh man! Uh, Kevin Hellions, you got some matches over I, there. I do. I do. Well, matches is a loose term. At number five. Mark Henry versus Jerry Lawler. At number four, that triple threat match. God, that's awful. You could put that whole DOA Los yeah. Bariquas uh, feud on there because it was terrible. I mean, the amount of terrible matches that came out of that. Oh, brutal. At number th- at number three, I just wrote one name. You can pick whichever one you want. Mabel. <laughs> What, the casket match? That was, wasn't bad, right? I didn't think the casket match was that bad. Every other appearance. He did a little him. strut and he had the sweet crown. Oh, God. I want that crown and scepter. WWEshop.com. Put it, on the, put it on the shop. At number two, Sable Bikini Contest. And at number one, Ultimate Warrior and Gold Dust. Yeah. Number one with a bullet is Ultimate Warrior Gold Dust. It was so bad. Yeah, it was rough. It was so I didn't come up with the, the bottom list because I tried to purge that from my system. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. Everything about that Warrior Gold segment's bad. Everything. Okay, so why don't we go into who is your most disappointing in your house performer from the entire series? Who did you have high hopes for and then just blah? We will start with The Educator. Well, given all the fanfare and the hype, and you know, for what he was supposed to be, it would probably be Mark Henry, without a doubt. I mean, coming in as being the world's strongest man, and then just, you know, they tried to push him down our throats, and he had no wrestling ability at the time, and they had to try to bury him in six-man tags and, and tag team matches. Um, his one-on-ones were... were just proof that he was so lost in the ring. Kevin. All right. I'm going to pick someone who had one good match. A surprisingly good match. Um, couple flashes of brilliance, but nothing like he should have been enough. Like he was. And I'm picking Vader His most disappointing. Yeah. That's, that's, His one good match is what the that, final four. No, no, the flag match. The flag match with Patriot tagging up against. No, the final four match was good it too, was. though. There were flashes, and I said that. Forgot that flag match was in there. The crowd was hot for that they too. Were. Yeah, but overall, I mean, for what he was in WCW and how far down he'd fallen WWF, it just I was so upset. A little controversy here. Most disappointing performer, and this is going to be someone that I loved. Growing up, and then as I rewatched it, I felt awful, and that'll have to be Sable. Yeah, I can give you that. Because 
when we were talking about that and I watched that bikini contest and you could just see she doesn't want to – you feel dirty watching it. Like I did not feel right rewatching it's, that. It's, it's, it's awkward to go through. Jack, and just looking across the ring, the other two, Jackie and Merrill, Mark Merrill, seem to be having a good time. But, yeah, she just looked absolutely miserable participating in this. All right, so why don't we go right into the most surprising performer? It could be anyone. I think we may be in agreement here. On I have one name in my head. I've got one as well. I'm Kevin, do you have one that sticks out like a sore thumb? I got I got one spectacular one, and I got a couple like also rands. All right. Um. So, Kevin, why don't you go first then? Yeah. Who's your number one most surprising performer? All right. But I'll say the guy was. I think most surprised by overall was D'Lo. Absolutely. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, D'Lo Brown, of course, going through and just how charismatic he is and where his career could have been if it wasn't derailed because of the whole uh, accident with Draws. I wish we could have got to see him reach his full potential. But, yeah, I I agree. That's why I said I thought we all would be in agreement on most surprising performer. Okay, so we got we got a couple more categories here. Who was the worst in your house performer, the LVP, the least valuable performer for the in your house series? Educator. Oh, that's easy. <laughs> Who do you have? Terry Gordy is the executioner. He only had one appearance. Had one appearance, one and done. Well, he was in the uh the buried alive with Foley as well, but I mean match wise only had the one match. And no, unfortunately it was not good. All right. Kevin Hellions. Uh, I mean, if we're going with people with one appearance that, you know, we can go for in here. Could be could be anything you want. Warrior. Horrible. Every bit of it is bad. You guys are wrong. I have a individual and a tag team. Uh, the tag team is the DOA. All their matches were <laughs> terrible. That's true. That's a good point. My individual performer, they go hand in hand. Jeff Jarrett. Two singing segments. He had the one good match at Lumberjacks. And the rest of his performances are ter- like they're they're just that blah. He could be interchanged with anyone. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, true. Until he really got I mean, until he got his hair cut and he got his head shaved and then went to the whole don't piss me off gimmick. Yeah, there really wasn't much standing out for him. I mean he left, he came back. Same same shtick when he came back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just didn't do anything for me. I said two concerts, though. Yeah, terrible. Um, so why don't we go into our In Your House MVP, and I feel like we're going to be in agreement on this. On three, do you want to say it? Sure. One, two, three. Foley. Mick Foley. Yeah, yeah. Foley. Yeah. Are you in agreement with that, Kevin? Oh, yeah. I debated on saying Sonny, just to get you going. I mean, I would. But, like, the entire Foley collection, he is Mr. In Your House. Congratulations to Mick Foley there. You know, a lot of people say Mr. WrestleMania is where it's to be. Foley knows Mr. In Your House. The workman of coming in every month and doing it. And every match he was in was made because of him. He made every match so much better. Right. And we got to see all three incarnations uh, of his character. You know, two versions of the mankind as well. So, you know such diversity and just captivating and just keeping everyone just their eyes glued on every moment what he was going to do next it's crazy 
why he has his own McDonald's meal. It's actually called the Travis Scott meal. It's not the Cactus Jack meal. So I guess you're wrong, technically, but just want to throw that out there. Cactus Jack. You're supposed to say, give me the Cactus Jack. No, you're not. You're supposed to say, Cactus Jack sent me, and then they give you the Travis Scott meal. Or whatever. Come on. I know you're on your... I, I don't even know who Travis Scott is. I don't know who he I is. I know you're trying to look like Naked Midian, but come on. You still got to eat fast food and be on top of this stuff. <laughs> oh, gosh. Not the Naked Midian again. Oh. You don't know who Travis Scott is? Come on. Get with it. It's, it's Kylie <laughs> Jenner's boyfriend. I don't have a clue. Yeah. Well, because he doesn't have a TikTok. So, <laughs> all right, guys. So, I think we're going to go to our last two categories that we have for the In Your House series. And we're going to start with what we want to think is our worst pay per view. Let's go with the educator. Educator, what is your least favorite pay per view that we watch? The one pay per view you never want to watch again? Um,. You know, I know that Good Friends, Better Enemies is at the bottom of our list. However, the, you know, the Kevin Nash or the Diesel Shawn Michaels match, um, you know, absolutely a fantastic match. Um, of all the In Your House series, uh, I think the one show, and it was the, the show that even uh, a higher power tried to just flat out stop from happening, and that would be Beware of Dog. And I would say that I would, if I never watched any part of Be Aware of Dog again, um, I would be okay with that. I really don't think I missed too, too much from that show. Um, yeah, I'd go with Be Aware of Dog. Kevin? Yeah, Be Aware of Dog doesn't need to happen. Um, I'd say Ground Zero. If I don't watch again, I'd be all right. I went with Lumberjacks. Lumberjacks is bad, too. Um, so as everyone knows, if you've listened to the show, I hate with a passion, beware of dog. So how that is not on our list is the bottom. When you have two people that don't want to watch it, it's beyond me with good friends, better enemies <laughs> being on the bottom, even though that matches in our top five. Don't get me going on it guys. Cause I've been saying that, um, cause I, I honestly think if you, if you take away the ultimate warrior gold dust segment, then, you know, good friends, better enemies jumps up, but Beware of Dog was just such a rough watch. And, you know, it's not the fault of the performers. It's really no one's fault. But just with the technical difficulties and all that good stuff, I think that is where the issue lies. All right, guys. That means our final, final category for our wrap-up show for the In Your House series is our personal top five pay-per-views, the five pay-per-views we want to watch again and again and again. And you know what? Let's start with Kevin Hellions. Kevin, what are your personal top five pay-per-views from the In Your House series? All right. I am going to put Bad Blood at number one overall. Uh, number one's only like has to be number one. Is, is it the Taylor Swift references that you love so much about it? It didn't hurt. All right. To round it out, though. I'm going to have Over the Edge, Canadian Stampede, Triple Hepner, and, okay, five takes a little explaining. I want to throw Unforgiven on, and here's my reason. As we would rank the In Your Houses after that, that was always my benchmark of you have to be at least this good of a show. So I want to put it as my bottom five of my favorite fives because 
it's kind of my benchmark for wrestling pay-per-views. You need to be at least this good to be worth it, to be ranked higher, to be whatever. And also, if you're introducing wrestling to someone, it's like, it will be at least this good. It's not. We know that because we had plenty of that were ranked lower. But that was kind of like my benchmark between a bad show and a good show. So I just want to, it became like a cult favorite of mine for that reason. Awesome. All right. Educator. What are your personal top five? Uh, for the most part, it's our list with just a couple of shifts here and there. Uh, I would put Over the Edge at number five for me. Uh, number four would be the Triple Header. Three would be my uh, the Bad Blood. And then two, International Incident, and one, that Canadian Stampede. Even though I you know, eliminated Canadian Stampede, the physical match, the main event, off of my top five overall... Uh, the whole show, the crowd is just is, is into everything, and it's it's a great show. And the fact that it's it's a two hour, it, it, it's quick to go through, and very 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 easy to sit through and enjoyable. Very interesting, very interesting. All right, guys, my personal top five. I think I'm kind of in the boat with you guys, where you know. Uh, I agree with Kevin that I made number five my benchmark pay-per-view. It was the one that I would always say, okay, this is a benchmark. It surprised me at how much I enjoyed this one. And you got to be, it's a good pay-per-view if it's better than this. And I'm going to give props to Revenge of Taker at number five. Um, That was a show that surprised me. It was an easy watch. Um, And I think... That's why I probably liked it so much. You know, a, a lot of these shows, if it's hard to get through, then I obviously uh, take it down on my list. But yeah, Revenge of Taker was one of the ones that I just enjoyed watching. My number four is Seasons Beatings. Once again, DHS in the building. Uh, you get the Brat. You get Bulldog. <laughs> it's it's a fantastic match. Uh, number three is Bad Blood. Um, no explanation needed. Number two is Over the Edge. Once again, a surprising, surprising event, one that I think we all overlooked going into it, and it walloped us in the face and said, I'm a damn good pay-per-view. <laughs> I'm, I'm thankful for it. And number one is Canadian Stampede. I mean, that was the easiest watch, the most entertaining watch, and every <laughs> match was great. I mean, and once again, DHS just living it up. Bruce throwing his soda. Um, God. Uh, and my question to you guys is, as you're doing the rankings, did you guys factor in like our own show? Um, and what I mean by that is, oh, this was fun. What came out of this was the educator versus Bruce Hart feud or uh, what came out the edu hunter episode, you know, of just our personal podcast. Did that factor into your ratings at all whatsoever? Yeah, I absolutely took a look at the our, our show listings and so on. And, you know, I, I re- recall back to some of the. Uh, uh, other matches you know i was thinking back to our top list that jeff jarrett versus Shawn michaels intercontinental title match from lumberjacks you know that was that was a fun match as well um but lo- looking at that the consensus amongst the group we were for the most part for the absolute you know the tops we were very very close together i know in the middle and towards the bottom we certainly had differing opinions on things but you know us being as tight as we are growing up and and then you know 
become as adults now just going back and reliving through we seem to still be on the same page for you know what is really really entertaining stuff and so yeah i looked at what we originally thought and then for as a group and then kind of you know mod and tweaked based on my own personal interest but you know everything that we had near the top of the list still absolutely great 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 stuff you know much like when we started the show and the two of you haven't been there in attendance having great memories of the first in your house and adding in that nostalgia factor of being there. So sometimes it would rank higher than maybe it would have otherwise. I think that some of these matches, much like ones that we've all watched together in the same house on pay-per-view now be like, Oh my gosh, that match. Cause like you're saying that led to this conversation that led to this joke that led to this thing. So now I have nostalgia memories of the entire In Your House series from doing this. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, the In Your House series has been a blast to go through and watch. They are the, the I, I would call them the working man's pay-per-view because they're there every month just providing great content. Um, you know, they're not always great. They have their good days. They have their bad days, but they're there for you. They're the working man. And I appreciate the In Your House. I appreciate Mick Foley, Mr. In Your House. Of course, D'Lo Brown, the most surprising uh, performer on the In Your House series. And, uh, yeah, I think that's going to do it, guys. That is the bow on the In Your House series. Of course, starting October 1st, which is this Thursday, is Halloween Havoc. We will be going through every Halloween Havoc. And it's going to be a little different because you got to think about this. When we were doing the In Your House series, sometimes we would get a back-to-back pay-per-view where it happened in June and then July or or September, then October. And uh, this is just a yearly event every October. So I'm going to be fascinating to see how much changes in between the shows, whereas I think towards the end there, we got basically the ebbs and flows of Stone Cold versus Vince. I mean, this is going to be very fascinating to see, you know, the difference a year makes and where someone was on the card. Did they open the card this year? And then the next year, were they in the main event? So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And it's going to be a great change of pace, I think. So, uh, so educator, are you are you ready for Halloween Havoc? You ready to do this? Oh, baby, let's get going and uh, let's make something even more fantastic happen than in our chapter one of our series all right and the masked library what about you you ready for halloween havoc i can't wait for it you know i i think we've all known people in our lives family people who've dated whatever that see wrestling as one thing and this will show such a difference the way wwf was during then your house series is not the way wcw is during any point of halloween havoc and that's not the same as whatever we do next like wrestling is a medium but it is not all the same thing all the same booking all the same story by no means so it's gonna be very exciting to see a different take on wrestling really yeah absolutely and it'll be interesting to see those early in your houses when it's really you know nwa wcw collaboration and then it goes right into the entire wcw it goes more into the sports entertainment in the mid 90s late 90s uh, more towards that wwf wwe style so Looking forward to it. I want to thank my co-hosts once again. Of course, visit HalloweenCostumes.com and Fun.com. Use the promo code in the show notes, and you can get 20% off at HalloweenCostumes.com now and through 
October 31st and 15% off at fun.com now until the end of the year, December 31st. So we will see you on Thursday. Thanks guys. I appreciate it. So uh, we'll see you on Thursday. Haunted House Show coming up very soon. This has been a presentation of the Retro Network.